Welcome to the Edge Podcast by MGR with your host, David Gill. Hey guys, David Gill here, back with the Edge Podcast. I do want to apologize. I took a week off, so there was no podcast last week at all. Like normally, I I used to upload daily. We're not doing daily anymore. It's too much. It, I, it's it's too much. We're we're going to like two three a week. That's the goal now. Uh, it's it's just because I feel like I was kind of being redundant a lot, and also I'm very busy with actual work and not just recording podcasts. So uh, we're doing two or three a week now instead of five a week. So anyways, do apologize. Took the week off, but now I am back and we are back full force making these podcasts multiple times a week. So be sure to subscribe if you're not already. Anyways, today, you know, this episode, I was inspired to make this podcast because over the past few weeks, I've been doing a lot of uh, reconnaissance, let's say. Um, And that's because, you know, we've got a few new clients. So I've been working a lot on, you know, brand strategy and different inbound marketing methods for them, just planning stuff out, uh, you know, kind of the typical process when you get a new client. Anyways, the things that an agency does. But part of what I was doing or what we do when we onboard clients is kind of look at their competition, right? I want to size up. I, I, I do some digging, see see what we're up against. No no, kind of the level of competition I'm facing or at least the client is facing that we're going to have to overcome. Um, and especially kind of, you know, to check what are the their competition, what are they not doing that we can take advantage of and really dominate at. And what I realized is, and what has been amazing me, is that there are so many large, well-established, and to put it plainly, big money-making companies that are completely asleep at the wheel. They have no idea what's coming. It's like they don't realize that they're about to be completely blindsided, blindsided when they can't compete because they chose not to adapt to how business and marketing is being done today. And trust me, when I see that for our clients, or I, or I guess my our clients' competition, I feel a sh- like a shark when it smells blood in the water. Because I know that we can do things for our clients that will destroy their competitors in those realms. But it just makes me really want to talk to our audience and kind of, you know, bring you guys some value as to, one, if you're already the well-established business and want to know how not to get knocked off your block by the up-and-comer. And two, if you are the up-and-comer, you're the new company, you know, trying to go up in the world, how you can really, really do that in a strategic but high chance of success way. So anyways, before I get into it, let's just roll the intro. You ain't got no money, I ain't got no time. All these faces looking funny when I'm driving by. You know, I think many companies don't realize that their lack of media and content creation will be the death of them. Or at least the death of the majority of them. I'm not going to say that every company needs to have a great content strategy because there are some select businesses that it might not necessarily be needed for, but that is like the smallest of the small. If you're a coal mining company, 
I wouldn't say that you need a media strategy. Now, you probably need a whole new business strategy because I don't know how much longer coal is going to last, but that's a different topic. But you get my point. I would say 99.9% of businesses should be doing actively pursuing a media branch, creating a media branch within their company. There's just such a massive opportunity to put in the work of making a podcast, hint, hint, what you're listening to right now, or writing blog articles, or about whatever, you know, relates to your business, or consumer, or whatever, or making videos, you know, can either be a vlog, where you're just recording your day, and it doesn't have to be, like, you specifically, it could be, it could be you, if you're the, if you're some higher up in a company, it could just be you, it could be, uh, you get some intern to just kind of follow you guys around, if you're a top executive, in the case of a, more well-established company. It could be behind the scenes of the team, just like a vlog recording things, or again, if you're a startup, just kind of, you know, what a lot of people do, just documenting the startup grind. A lot of people like watching that stuff. So it can be the documentation side, or it could actually be creating creative videos and doing things that are original, not just documenting. You know, a lot of people are focused on doing vlogs and stuff, that's fine, but you have to be really, really good and know what you're doing when you're making a vlog. You have to be good at telling stories through a vlog to make them good. You can do them, but you have to know what you're doing. And I think one of the major problems is a lot of people don't know what they're doing. They just kind of hit record and show what they're doing, but that's not really interesting most of the time. You have to give a little story behind it. But anyways, you can do a, you know, we, I thought about doing a vlog for us and we might do a vlog eventually, but for now I decided, you know what, I'm just going to do one creative piece a week. So I make one video every week. That's like more of a creative video, just talking about a certain topic, kind of like this podcast, just in video form. I can do a little more in video form just because I have visual cues and help that are, 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 are helpful, I guess you could say, but it's become clear to me that a lot of people out there, especially those well-established companies, for those of you listening, who could easily implement these things, it's like they don't understand what is truly happening. They don't understand, seem to understand that right now, right now, there is a startup or small business or solo entrepreneur just by themselves getting started who is going to create a media brand around whatever, you know, the business or industry you're in and puts you out of business because they're going to have all the attention, all of the brand authority, all of the awareness of customers of the people who are actually buying all the products in the industry. And then they're going to tell those customers why they should use their company or product instead of yours. And you, your well-established business will vanish because you will be stuck spending massively more on ads when you when they don't have to i should say meaning they can undercut you in price they can do whatever they want because they have all of the consumer's attention and you don't that's the risk you're taking and i don't even mean this to be negative it doesn't have to be that you're just going to go out of business which a lot of you will it could be that you're sacrificing you're giving up tons of growth potential that you could be getting by creating lots of content and becoming a mini media company in whatever industry you're in and 
Like I said, the, this message is for both the established and the up-and-comers. If you're established, there is absolutely no reason, none, that you should ever lose to the up-and-comer, ever. You have the customer base. You have at least somewhat of a brand, I would assume. And you have the money, the capital resources to make a media branch work. But so, so many of you won't pursue this. You'll think... Yeah, that sounds cool, but you know what we're doing now is, is working just fine. Famous last words. What we're doing now works just fine. But like I said, you have to look at this not as if you're going to go out of business, again, even though many, many of you will, but as an opportunity to grow your company more than you ever have before, to turn the $2 million a year company into a $20 million a year company. A $200 million a year company. Now, obviously, when you scale like that, there are other things that go into play. You know, are you running the operational side well and efficiently? But it gives you the opportunity to grow that big, if you get what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you will just because you start a media company, but it will give you the opportunity, the potential to grow massively if you can figure out the operational side, which most of you probably have you just need to take the same operations you're doing now and make them bigger which is easier said than done but it's the potential and a lot of you are just sacrificing any of that potential and if you're the startup and you're the ones trying to take on the big guys understand that you have the advantage not them and that's because you've got nothing to lose and you've got everything to gain. You don't have some huge customer base or established sales channels and sales teams, meaning you don't have to overhaul your entire sales and marketing strategies like the big companies do. So don't think that you're at a disadvantage. You're at a capital resources disadvantage. Yes, you probably don't have as much money as the big established firms. But you have all the time and you have all the ability to move quickly, fast, and execute and try a million different things and see what works, see what doesn't, which they don't have the luxury of doing. That's the difference. So you have a huge advantage in that area. You just don't have as much money. But money does not mean a lot in startup world. You need money, yes. But trust me, most of the smart, most startups do not start with a lot of money. They don't start with these billion-dollar budgets. They start with very, very little and grow from there. But they use the advantages that they do have. It's like guerrilla warfare. No, you don't have the massive 100,000-person army. But you have 10,000 dudes hiding in the bushes. And trust me, they are not easy to find. So please focus all of your money and attention that you do have on creating a media company. Making videos for Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. Making a podcast. Writing articles for your blog and posting them on Medium as well. If you don't know what Medium is, please check it out. If you, I mean, our Medium link will be in the description, but that's beside the point. It's it's a great, it's like Instagram for blogging. And if you're not on there, you really need to be. So definitely check it out. Medium. It's medium.com. Like that's literally the name of it. You can check ours if you want to check ours. But anyways, not trying to plug myself. Just saying, check it out. You need to understand if you're a small company that you're so much closer to these big competitors than you think. And that's vice versa for the big companies out there. 
your comp- competition, the small guys, not the other big competitors that you have. You're well aware of them. It's the startups, the guys you haven't heard of yet. They are so much closer to you than you think because of the state of technology in media today. They have the ability to, in two years, become 10 times your size from starting at zero, from scratch. That's what you have to realize. They're so much closer to you than you think. This is why a lot of the top executives and board members at Walmart got fired 10 years ago. Because when some of the employees and other people at Walmart suggested to the board and suggested to top executives that they buy up this you know, up-and-coming small online bookseller, they all mocked them. They said that the bookseller wasn't a threat. Why would we be afraid of some online bookseller? Who cares? All they sell is books. And they're not even, they don't even sell as many books as us. And as you might guess, uh, that bookseller was Amazon, Amazon.com. And at the time, Walmart was more than 400 times larger than Amazon in revenue. But they didn't realize how close Amazon actually was. And so they mocked them and they ignored them and said, we don't have to worry about it. They're so much smaller than us. All they sell is books. And now they're the everything store. And now all those people who decided not to act and ignored it are out of a job. That's the same situation we're in now. Many, many established companies will rest on their laurels. laurels, And they will be killed, killed by a competitor. And they're going to claim they never saw them coming. But I'm going to tell you this, by listening to this podcast, if you're one of those well-established companies, you no longer have that excuse. You can't say you didn't see them coming. You either take action and build enormous wealth or have the potential to build enormous wealth or do nothing like 99% of the other companies out there and watch your company burn to the ground and watch you lose your market share because there will be no one there to save you. And it's harsh, but it's true. But it should be exciting. It should be exciting. You have the potential to grow massively. If you're a startup, you really have a shot here. You really do. This is a big opportunity for you. So go, please, stop listening to this damn podcast and go do. Go dominate Instagram. Make your own podcast. Start writing a blog article every day if you can. Make YouTube videos all the time. Whether it's a vlog or it's creative, doesn't matter. Go make content. Make sure it's good, though. Don't, don't just post crap and then complain that no one's watching it. Anyways, I have a whole other episode uh, on how to implement these methods a little more if you want to. Uh, it's called How to Become a Media Company. You can scroll back or links in the description. Anyways, just go do. That's the main message of this. Just go do. It just amazed me that... About It amazed me how many companies were being complacent, and I just really felt the need to get on the mic and spit the truth just so everyone's clear. Just so in a few years when all those companies are complaining, I can show them this episode and say, I told you so. That's the whole point. It's really just, you know, it's vain. It's vanity. I just want to say I told you so. Anyways, don't be that company. And if you're a startup, You need to be jumping for joy with the opportunity you have right now and executing as much as you can. Anyways, let's get into the news. It's time for the news. 
So Magic Leap, one of the leading augmented reality companies, announced the opening of a new creator portal for anyone who wants to develop AR-based apps. This is huge and kind of funnily well-timed because our YouTube video from last week was about what's holding back AR augmented reality from being widely adopted. And one of the main points made was that there isn't much usefulness to AR glasses yet because there's so few apps out there and because there are and there's so few apps because there are so few developers trying to create those new apps. But by Magic Leap doing this, AR could have its app store moment like Apple did where thousands of developers built hundreds of thousands of amazing apps which then caused you know tons of consumers and people to go out and buy the iPhone so hopefully or I shouldn't say hopefully I mean I hope it succeeds because I think AR is cool so hopefully this works out for Magic Leap and hopefully this brings on more developers I wish all the best success to them because I really just want holograms man that's what I care about I don't care who wins if it's Google or Magic Leap well I guess Google kind of owns a lot of Magic Leap anyways because they have a big investment but whoever it is I just want them to win I want my holograms I want my uh, holographic basketball games like they claimed that they would bring me NBA in holograms i want to sit courtside watching lebron in a hologram that's what i want so hopefully this happens and hey if you're an, if you're a developer out there maybe check out ar this could be a big opportunity to make the uh uber of ar so anyways thanks for listening Hey guys, David here. I just wanted to personally thank you for listening to this podcast today. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, it would mean the world to me. It would mean the world to us if you could leave us a positive review on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. It just means a lot to us. We're new. We're just getting started. So if you could help us out, that would be great. And also, we have been putting up some fire content on Instagram and on YouTube. So if you are not already following us or subscribe on Instagram and YouTube, then go to the show notes, click those links and follow us there. We are posting content daily. So be sure to check it out. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening and I will see you next time.